When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Impact Theory Podcast, your source of empowering ideas and actionable techniques from the world's highest achievers. Join host Tom Bilyeu, serial entrepreneur and co-founder of the billion-dollar brand Quest Nutrition, on a journey to unlock your potential and realize your vision of success. Welcome to Impact Theory. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beloved Lisa Bilyeu. What's up? What is up? Then if people notice anything different, what's different? (laughs) (laughs) It feels weird. Yeah, it does. So he's sitting that side. I'm sitting this side. The reason being... To make the t-shirts make sense, which hopefully they're visible. The mics, I fear, are in the way, but... Um, Yeah, so basically, it's officially Valentine's Day season. That's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it's a thing now. Wow. Um, and so we've got limited edition um, swag that we've kind of put together. Super excited. It's been so much fun doing the photo shoot with you and kind of working on it. So we basically have merch and over the next few weeks we'll be wearing them and showing them. And Yeah, um, yeah so right now it's there it power is. couple see what we there did there is, see what huh? we did there um and so we've actually got a whole bunch of cool stuff um right now the merch um is going to be especially we're going to have a discount code yes. especially for the people who are watching live today so stay tuned and we'll let you know the discount code um we're going to tease it a little and by the way um, you can get all this at shop.impacttheory.com yes um and then also we have some Oh, God, here we go. Sorry about that, people. Um, We've got some, um, just, what is the official name that we've called it? It's like basically 26 different questions that we've asked each other over the years that have literally changed the way that we interact with each other, Mm. our communication. Um, And these questions are ones that can be a little dangerous. Um, And dangerous meaning that you have to be very open to the response. Um, because some meaning the response might be hard to hear. Yes. So when we refer to something as being dangerous, we're talking about if not handled well, it could turn into an argument because it's like it's the real nitty gritty shit that you're going to have to deal with right. if you want an actual functioning relationship. So, um, but yeah, these are those get and to I the nitty gritty questions. And I just need a thumbs up from Michelle that we are live because I don't. Yeah. I don't see it on the laptop, so oh well, we'll keep there going. Um, all right, so let's just dive right in today. Um, so we've got our first question. Oh, so this is actually um, a question that. So again, we've done twenty six questions, and the shape, what are you calling it? It had a rad name. Relationship revelations. Relationship, relationship revelations. revelations. Nice. I like which, that. Um, are we live on our website with that yet, or? Yeah, the, the clothes are live, <laughs> but is, is the, revel- the relationship revelations up yet? Yes. Okay, so it is up. So guys, not yet. Don't want to like 
go move away from our video. Um, but you can actually go to the website and check out those 26 questions. And we've actually got one right now. I didn't know which one the shady old lady was going to choose. And you didn't know either. No, so I, she's I'm just sent it to me. So breath over here. This is one of those questions out of the 26. All right. Nice and juicy. All right, baby. What's something I do that you'll just never understand? Uh, that, that one's <laughs> super easy. It's easy because we've asked each other these yeah, questions. Yeah, 100%. But like, and we were just talking. It is amusing to me how this remains like unresolved in our lives. And it is your need to hide things, like physical things, not Explain emotional Explain when you things. say hide, because in my world, I use the word tidy. And in his world, he used... Because legitimately, the, the result of tidying things is that things of mine go missing. They've been stuffed in a drawer somewhere, put behind something, and even you won't know where they are. So right. that's what drives me insane is when I put something somewhere, I at least know where it is. It may not be tidy, but I know where it is. And efficiency is one of my highest values in life. Mm -hmm. And so things being inefficient merely for the sake of uh, aesthetics drives me insane. It will never make sense to me. Yeah, we've had this discussion so many times and we just can't come to... It's a collision of values. It is a you collision value one values. thing that I have absolutely no value for yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Um, what's something that you do that I'll never understand? Um silly but like you don't care about like plastic forks and paper plates and like for me I'm so, I'm so particular like that the enjoyment of eating something or the enjoyment of drinking something to me makes all the difference when it's like out of proper knives and forks and on a plate but you're just like you don't care and I just I, I don't understand that now that's very surface that's like one of the first things that comes to mind but um yeah I could I'd have to think about a deeper level so let me Think about it. Was that cheating now? That that's like Uber <laughs> cheating. Like the whole these are relationship revelations. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so what I'm is, surprised that you don't come. Like this isn't preloaded. Like right, like on the tip of your tongue, like wanting to fall <laughs> out. Like my thing, I bring up you hiding my stuff once a week minimum. Yeah, I mean to be honest, here's the truth. In fact, here's the truth. The thing I don't understand is that you can't believe that I tidy. Oh, I can believe you tidy. But you you don't... But its level of absurdity Yeah, but is... for me, like... So, and the reason why... And this is actually a collision of our values that we haven't resolved yet. There isn't... That's the whole thing about but collision of values. There is no right, resolution. but you still complain about it every time. Because it has real-world implications. And it does to me, too. So, here's my real-world <laughs> implications. We work out of our house. Yeah. We shoot out of the house. We have Correct. celebrities, influencers, business people coming in and out of the house every single day and if it was left up to you you would leave dirty paper towels you would leave empty boxes wrapping but you would just leave that it everywhere and so my collision of values with you is it makes such a difference of impressions okay so that, i'm gonna stop you there yeah let's say that we didn't because we've lived this mm -hmm. let's say we don't work out of our house yeah is it any different i would be less intense stop. about it I would. Vicious lies. Would. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have lived this. I would. I and I know. have been. And I have been. That's so fascinating. You that... leave your socks on the floor and never say anything. Uh, that's not true. What do you mean? You would pick them up. I mean, that like that stuff is so surface. I'm like, don't so... waste time with the surface stuff. But like, it's... get to the... Right, but the core thing is the tidying. Like, to me, it's such... And we're going to, like, keep... I guess it's uh, something that we haven't resolved. And so... 
my, I would love the appreciation of why I do it, but you mm -hmm. don't understand. No, no, no. In, in fact, can mm -hmm. I give you your perspective? Yes. Because what I want people to understand, mm -hmm. and it's what's fascinating in this conversation to me is collisions of values don't get resolved. Right. That's the whole point about identifying what your collision of values are. But and if the, you, Go ahead. But don't you think that you should at least show respect for why? So I totally respect. What do you mean by that? I'll show you. I totally respect why you don't like me tidying. In right? what way do you respect it? That I recognize that for you, the time that you would spend on it mm -hmm. is taking you away from moving the business forward. So, so I, when you say respect, do you just mean understand? Yeah, and I don't be I understand why you But I don't I don't moan at you for it. I don't go and say to you, babe, I told you it's important to me to pick up the box. I just do it myself. So I respect that I'm not gonna waste your time doing it because for you, you so value your time that I don't want to rob you of that. So I show respect, but I don't bug you about it, I just do it myself. So I would love and I don't understand why you don't do the reverse as well, where you're like, So, but give me an example of what the reverse actually would be in the real world, because here's the reality. Yeah. You see the things that I leave out. Mm -hmm. I can't see the things once they're gone. And then my only interaction with it is when I can't find it and I need it. Right. And now like multiple times, literally in the last week, I've had to rebuy things because you don't know where you've put them. Well, and that's actually another thing that we kind of um, battle over, I would say. It was a battle. And by the way, I'm only continuing down this line because every time after an episode where I'm like, we went way too long on that, you guys both say the audience loves hearing us work through things <laughs> in real time. Otherwise, I'd be like, we and need guys, to move on. And guys, do you like on. us? Yeah, I mean, I guess let's ask the audience. Do you want us to keep going or move on to the next question? Th this is purely an example of how we walk through things. Yeah. So... For instance, so yesterday I slacked the entire team and said, all right, guys, because I'm, I'm listening to your frustration. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it on as part of my responsibility as well because I think we need to resolve it because we do butt heads on it. And so I slacked the entire team and I said, all right, guys, from now on, we need a spot where any packages that come in need to go there. Because what happens is there's like 12 people that work at the house every single day. And when something goes missing, you blame me. And that doesn't make me feel good because I'm not, responsible for every single person and what they do when an Amazon package comes. But I don't blame other people. I say, how is this my fault? How can I help? Because I noticed that it frustrates you. So what I did yesterday is like, okay, let's start getting more organized. So I'm starting to do that. Um, but what I would love in response as I'm doing that, and as you can see that I'm really trying to work to resolve it, I would love for you to not just turn and be the direct point at me, like where did you put it? Because you get frustrated with me. But I, I explained that to you. And this is one of those where what I hope people take away from this conversation is when you have a collision of values, like actually identifying and understanding what the value system is mm -hmm. at play and understanding that those don't go away. Right. So there might be ways for you to address it, okay. which is yeah, if, if you remember the reason that you've gone to the team and said that is because I said, here's what's happening. Here's why I come to you because you have trained the team to hide things which I use that word on purpose and I will never stop because that's the end result. The end result, whether it's meant to be tidy or whatever, the solution that has been baked into the team from the, the very kind and wonderful woman who comes and cleans our house, but has been trained by you to hide things. The team who's been trained by tidy. you to hide things. Tidy. So that 
when there isn't one place where that happens, then it, it literally turns into this nightmare of inefficiency right. from both financially, because I routinely have to rebuy things because nobody can figure out where it went, to someone might know where it is, but like I can't find it. Okay, so can we agree if I put things in place with the team where mm -hmm. it's like, all right, guys, all boxes that get delivered, if you're signing for anything that comes, goes in this place. So that's... Tactic number one. Mm. Then I'll speak to our cleaning lady and I'll figure out how we work around that. But if these things are put into place, what I would like in return is for you not to then turn to me and immediately blame me and get frustrated with me because then it's other people not following the systems that I've put in place. Yeah, 100%. And once we have that, then that becomes very simple. Okay. And if you remember, we did start this once before and I created a magic box and all anybody yeah. ever had to do was Here's put something thing. in my magic box. I don't know box. where your magic box It got went. fucking moved. It did get moved. And now welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> me. But you know that I didn't move it, right? Yeah, true. Okay, just like 100% to the core 100%, of your soul, you, you know that where that magic box was, yeah. it would still be <laughs> if it were up to me. Yeah. So even the fucking magic box got moved. I know. Okay. So it's like, I'll redo a magic you, box. You feeling my pain I yet? Am. But at the same time, what I would love back right now is you just get frustrated with me. Correct. I would love you to show some respect to what I'm trying to do for the business sake and, and show some appreciation that I am doing it for the, um, for the guests, for the company, for our reputation, for like how the house looks. Like it's important. I think it's important. And you, I would love for you to trust that that's accurate because you don't value tidiness. But I really do believe that being tidy and having the house in a certain way does have an influence on how people think. But do you think that we actually disagree about that? I think, I don't think you're very open about your appreciation of it. Yeah, no, I don't think well, you I'm, do. Well, I don't have any appreciation for it okay. because the system hasn't been put in place. So to me, it's like you're doing, you're doing it not out of, um, that desire, that is honestly a convenient excuse to try to get me to value it as well. It's what I really believe yeah, because you've done this our entire time together, which we've only been working out of the house for the last year. So this has been That's like the biggest beef that we have in our relationship, okay. ironically, for 17 years. So in, in this context, I get it. And the backstop is that we can't not have it tidy. And I totally agree on that. Okay. 100%. But the reason that I get frustrated and the reason that I come to you and I say, look, I'm looking at you mm -hmm. because of this, even though it probably was somebody on the team, mm -hmm. because the training is that, hey, everybody, the highest value is that this not be out. Not that it be, um, you know, it doesn't need to be out in my world. It just needs to be in one specific place. Okay. I can keep going. I think we should move on. But I am, um, as with you that. guys can see, it's still a discussion that we're ongoing. And look, I think that we'll work through it and we'll figure it out. But that, I think that's probably... It's interesting that you keep coming back to that. I don't think that we'll ever... I think we'll come up with systems that allow I mean. us to get like... But that's uh, what I mean by figure it out. Like, otherwise, we'll just keep battling it for the rest of our lives. But coming up with systems, because if I've got systems in place, then I would love to then see the appreciation shown that I'm making an effort to put systems in place to allevi that alleviate your frustration. No question. But I'm looking for that response from you, just FYI. The like, hey, really well done. For yes. the, yeah, like 100%. thank you, you've heard me, you've listened, you've tried to take action. That, because 
No question. Yeah, and I'm looking for that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's very fair. And very important to note that you say that and you just say, hey, I'm doing this and this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I think that's super useful. Yeah, I think you need to. Because if I went to all of that and you were just like, well, yeah, that's a problem. You need to solve it. Like that doesn't encourage me to want right. to solve other problems. 100%. All right. Thank you for bearing with us on that. Hopefully whoa, whoa, whoa. Bearing with us? That either is precisely what the audience wants oh. or in the future we won't do that. Because I have no need to... You know me. I want to do these rapid fire, everybody. The argument that we have every oh, episode yeah, when this shuts true. down is I want to fucking answer like 50 questions instead of six. So that was me going off of you guys saying that this, that we get feedback and the audience loves it. So if that's a bearing with us in the future, we should never do that. All right. So we just ask the audience, guys, put in the comments below. Do you like these longer discussions or do you want rapid fire more like what you want? Yeah, buddy. Um, Get those rapid (laughs) answers. But but to show that one question, so we've got 26 questions that, I mean, we just cut our conversation short. So imagine how long those 26 (laughs) questions took us to answer. And you see, that's danger, right? Like we were in the danger zone. Like if you're trying to have a fun Saturday night, that is not the fucking question (laughs) to ask. I will tell you that right now. That is how you derail. That is but how you derail. It's important that when we approach these questions, it's to actually resolve things, right? It's like, okay, you have to be open. He loves me. He's not digging at me, but this is a true problem that he has. And if I don't know, I can't fix it. Right? And so- like, it is so interesting to me that I fully get and understand that you look at my value and think, God, that doesn't make sense as, a, as such a high thing. And I look at yours and go, God, that doesn't make sense. Mm. It's such a high thing. But to, to, like you said, really find systems, something, some way to like finally hit equilibrium with it, right? Or homeostasis, however you want to think of it. Like we're never going to see the other person, like we're never going to internalize the other Mm -hmm. person's value system, even though we can articulate each person's value system. But you're absolutely right that you can come up with something that allows you to hit equilibrium. Yeah. So, guys, to get all tw- uh, 26 of these questions, you can these download... Dangerous, dangerous these dangerous questions. Some of them, though, are, are pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Some whole of them point are saucy. It, yes. Some of them are fun. Yes. And then didn't we break... Well, so we're working on a bigger project. And in the bigger project, they're broken down by like, all right, these are fucking danger zone questions. Yeah. These are fun, playful, et cetera. So dangerous <laughs> but well, anyway, okay so guys sure. you can download the pdf oh, you can download the pdf um at impacttheory.com so go over there and you can download it for free Boom. um all right so we're going to get to a fan kickoff question let's do it all right so this is from rima akilia <laughs> i i it went downhill after i started the first syllable um hi guys thank you so much for everything you do you're amazing i discovered you not too long ago and i am already changing and implementing some of your philosophies such as it's all my fault and be so good they can't ignore you my husband and i love your show and talk about it on a daily basis looking for advice and seeing what we can adopt in our own lives you've talked before about the rules of engagement such as the keys of um giving the keys to the kingdom um, and then the letter that you wrote yourself. Mm. Um, question, can you go a little deeper into what those are, so the keys to the kingdom and rules of engagement, um, and how did you come to creating them? Absolutely. So a lot of this honestly comes from neuroscience it, and even like what we were just talking about um, 
it all comes down to getting to something that is truly effective. I spend a lot of time reading, researching the human brain, understanding how it works, all of that. Um, and so have tried to implement things like the letter, which was about understanding the physical hooks into your emotional state. So the letter was about reminding myself that there's a very easy physical way to break out of a bad mood, which is to laugh out loud. So the letter was really designed to get me to laugh out loud, um, knowing that that would break the neurochemical pattern of whatever was upsetting me and that I would then be out of that and I could get to an emotionally sober state as we often refer to it. Um, so that I would say basically all of our rules of engagement sit on the back of experience and research, not research that we did, but research that we've read about mm -hmm. and experience that we've had. Um, the, what was the other one? There was the letter and there was keys of the kingdom. Yeah. So keys of the kingdom came from like, the, you'll, you will find, I hope man. Christmas? for Christmas? Like, Given the gift that they want, not the gift that you want. I don't remember if that's where it started. I definitely trust you. So if you remember that that's where it started, we both know that you're <laughs> far better at that than I am. Um, but yeah, I mean, certainly a Christmas list falls into that. Not expecting the other person to mind read or even think like you think. Like you would all year, like if I mentioned something off the cuff, like you'd take a little note or something. I but I wouldn't do that. It wouldn't even occur to me. Like it didn't like penetrate that level of my psyche. So until like say December, like if around December 15th, you'd say something like that, I think, oh wow. But then it's probably too late. So because I wasn't good at that and many other things that one of us would be good at, the other one wouldn't, it, it just didn't seem smart to test the other person. And quite frankly, like I would watch these movies. It's this whole theory that I have about much ado about nothing, where so many romantic comedies, it's much ado about nothing. It's like, oh, if you'd just been honest about that really awkward thing, like... The movie it, wouldn't exist. Right. It wouldn't spiral <laughs> out of control and become like this mm -hmm. whole big drama. And there's no reason in real life that's not funny nor romantic. So letting things spiral out of control when real, honest, hard communication, yes, I guess sometimes it's difficult, but doing that would immediately solve the problem. That became the backbone for the keys of the kingdom, knowing that you'll be in these moments where you just feel so connected, so in love, so like open to being vulnerable that you know they wouldn't attack you and that they're receptive and that they can hear you and that you could share like, hey, when you do that, it makes me feel X, Y, Z kind of way. Like you even now saying like, hey, I'm doing this and I'm really looking for praise. Like I need that to know that you hear me, that you understand what I'm going through. Like most people can't say that. They can't allow themselves the vulnerability to say, I need that like pat on the back, right? So when you're in those moments where you really feel like you can tell somebody something, that's the keys to the kingdom, mm. right? Is you're being raw and honest and knowing like, wow, they could really use this against me, but they're not going to. And I'm gonna capitalize on this moment where we're super connected. And that was way more of an issue for us when we first got together. And it's like, it takes time to really see like, well, they could have abused me right there with right. that trust that I gave them, but they didn't. And they didn't again and again and again and again. And in your darkest, weakest moments, again, they don't. They don't kick things back in your face. That even in those times where it's like, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but this has happened to me many times and you get so much respect and credit for this, where we'll be in an argument and something that I've confessed to you like three years ago that you know about me, like you could use right there to shut the argument down. And I'd be like, fuck but you don't. And it's like, I'm always like, wow, she's got like the, the, the mean way. It would be very mean to like 
bring that thing back up and you don't. But if you did, it would be like a trump card in the argument. And it's always like I, you get massive amounts of respect because I know that you have like the my kryptonite to everything, mm -hmm. right? And you never pull it out. So that's super, super impressive. Anyway, that's how people earn that respect. That's how you get the keys of the kingdom in your totally emotionally sober moments, deep connection, vulnerability, all that. You lay out the truth of who you are. And then as the other person, you never, ever abuse that. You use it only in positive and uplifting ways. Yeah, I don't see the, the point in trying to bring someone down, like, right? Because it may have worked to get the result that I wanted in that argument. Like, did I want to win or did I want to make you feel bad? But like, it doesn't resolve it. And that's why I don't like crying when we argue. Like there are many times where like, we've got into an argument and if I feel teary, I'll like turn my back mm. or like, I'll try and like hold back on like having them, you know, come down my face or I'll, I'll like excuse myself and go to the toilet or something. Um, and the reason being is that I know what that's going to do to you, right? I know that that's immediately going to bring you down from your anger and be like, oh shit, I've upset her. You're going to now start to worry about my feelings and how I feel, but it won't get to the actual re um, resolution of what we're discussing. And so I don't think it helps. I think it just, um, it's a manipulation. Um, and I'm very aware of that. And so I don't want us to come to a resolution based on the fact that I've man manipulated you emotionally. Um, because again, like it may be great for that moment, right? Like, oh my God, I've won this argument or like he's finally back down, but it's going to come up again, right? Because if we haven't resolved it, then it will. So uh, yeah, I think um, as much as I can. And the funny thing is you're always like, baby, I know you're crying. No, I'm not. But um, okay, so moving on. So next question. Next question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a lot of um, click clacking over there. Okay, so we've actually got an announcement for a giveaway. So we're, nice. we've got these merch guys. Um, you can check out on our store. We've got some bundles though as well. Um, so you can buy like two shirts or like a mug and a mm. shirt and stuff like that. I love the way you um, say that word, by the way. Bundle. 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 Um, <laughs> so if you guys buy a bundle at the store before Valentine's Day, you'll be entered to win a call with us. Nice. So that'd All be right. kind of fun. That would be, be fun. Yeah, it'd be super exciting. Mm, I love doing those. The call? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so visit our store, guys, and then also download the PDF of the 26 um, questions. And now we're moving on to the Would You Rather segment. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Would you rather? Would you answer with us, guys. Drop in the comments as we yes, answer. Always love reminder. to go back and see your comments. All right, so would you rather be in a relationship with no rules of engagement mm -hmm. or a business partnership with no rules of engagement? Oh, look, businesses come and go, man. But yeah. if you do it right, a relationship is forever. So I would much rather be in a dysfunctional business relationship. Like, by a factor of a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. All right, would you rather have the inability to ask questions or the inability to answer questions? Oh. Um, yeah, actually, God. that's really interesting for you. Yeah. Okay, the honest answer is I'd rather not be able to ask questions. I don't feel wow, good about that, really? but that's the, that's the truth. But like the whole the, company then I, falls apart I speak, without you answering questions. I speak not so I can be understood, but so I can understand. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, my whole world stopped. I was like, that is so fucking true mm -hmm. for me. 
So that's that's the reality. I need to be able to process verbally. Yeah. Minds ask. Um, would you well, then rather? I guess we work out well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather? That's really interesting. That's actually an amazing insight oh, into our relationship. Yeah. You'd rather be able to ask, yes, which correct. I think is so true of you. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right, next question. Would you rather set rules of engagement with your partner and have them broken or never set rules in the first place? Oh, have them set and broken. Because there may be a reason that you break the rule of engagement. It it may need to be refined. It may need to be killed or gotten done away with, whatever the case may be. But to not have any, wow. You know what I find interesting? I like it when you answer first because you actually get me thinking in ways that I don't, I wouldn't normally think. Hmm. So... Keep it's, first. <laughs> well, it's super interesting because anybody watching closely will realize that, call it 70% of the time, you're just waiting for me to respond. And then 30% of the time, you're like, you knock the mic out of the way because you're like, I got something to say. I love that. I love it when you like really have, you know, some super strong opinion about it. <laughs> um, all right. Would you rather only text your partner for the rest of your life or have all conversations with no eye contact? Would you rather walk to school or carry a lunch? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Say that again? Would you rather only text your partner for the rest of your life uh-huh. or have all conversations with no eye contact? So basically... But basically both... Like, I'm texting you, but I'm looking in your eye? Yeah. Oh, I guess that then. Yeah. I'd rather text would be able to look at you yeah. for sure. It's yeah. better than I thought at first. I thought that was eye crazy at first. Eye contact is such a difference. Yeah. Like, such a difference. Um, and that's why, in fact, even when we're arguing or we're disagreeing, like, I'm, I don't know if you know, like, but I make it a point to look in your eyes. As opposed to what? Well, you know, sometimes, like, people, like, turn away from each other and... Hmm. Yeah. I guess I... Yeah, I definitely make... I look at your eye, but there are times where I will look away on purpose because I know how intense I can be. Huh. And so, like, even five minutes ago, I was thinking, I know what my face looks like right now because I do not have, I don't have a generous neutral face. No, you don't have. Unfortunately, I have resting bitch face (laughs) in the extreme. And so, like, you were, like, really into saying something. And I thought, oh, fuck. What she sees on my face is actually, like, it will look like I'm annoyed. Yeah. I really hate that. Um, All right, guys, please submit your questions. We're answering them live. Drop them in the comments below and we'll answer them. All right. Um, Oh, we've got one more would you rather. Would you rather have your grandma or a stranger set the rules of engagement in your relationship? But definitely not my grandmother. I would love for your grandmother to set the rules of engagement. You You just have to do everything I say. Yeah, so true story. My grandmother pulled me aside and was like, look, if he has to slap you a few times, like, then you know understand like literally that's what my my lovely greek grandmother from the village that's crazy. her words of wisdom to even me i think was, that's crazy i mean look i don't judge her that's the world that she no i mean bless and, her and if they could see her and understand like how archetypally like old world grandma yeah. she was like four like, foot ten tiny like tiny wearing that outfit that makes her look quite frankly like when we think of the old russian grandmother that's kind of what your grandmother even right. though she wasn't russian but uh the so, the orthodox religion yeah which is actually tied between greeks and russians so yours is Did my you grandmother know? and mine is a stranger yeah, I mean, they're both horrific. Okay. <laughs> they're both horrific. But yes, I'll go with your grandmother just because I know her. Uh, yeah. And uh, I could ignore her. All right, guys. Of engagement. 
So I want to bring up an issue that actually came about in the Impact Theory League this week. Okay. Um, where somebody posted a question and um, A, it was so cool to see that someone like how they reach out to each other in this mm. community is amazing. Um, and then just there was like over like 120 comments back wow. of advice. And so I actually wrote in as well and gave a little like of my thinking behind it um but with writing obviously you can't go into like the nuances and so just wanted to bring this question up because it was really interesting um and this is from noreen i need help i'm extremely possessive and jealous person and i'm losing all self-control i know that i'm wrong but i can't help myself and it's and it's badly affecting my relationship to be precise i'm immensely jealous of my partner's female friend who claims to be in um, his sister, she's all lovey-dovey. Well, I think it's like, what? oh, he's my brother. Like okay. that type of thing. Got it. Um, she's all lovey-dovey and unnecessarily mushy with him and calling him her elder brother who's always there for her and never failed her. I know I shouldn't have to worry, but it bothers me. I've given him an ultimatum to remove her from his Facebook and his life. His decision is to keep her. I feel humiliated and now I don't know how to deal with this. What can I do to be positive and to overcome this negativity that is eating me up like a turd? You guys know I have a very strict diet that I stick to, except for very special occasions. And I do that so that I can bring my best every day to what I'm doing. And a big part of that strict diet is high quality animal protein and my go-to source of trustworthy meats and seafoods with no added hormones or antibiotics ever is ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service that delivers 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood all directly to your door. I cannot recommend ButcherBox enough. When you eat ButcherBox, you are giving your body the best possible building blocks to work with so you can reach your full potential. You've got to take care of yourself at a cellular level if you want to hit your peak consistently. So ButcherBox is the key. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash impact and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. And that means you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash impact and use code impact to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You will never be able to reach your full potential if you are riddled with stress and have a lot weighing on your mind. I can tell you from my own experiences with stress and negative thought loops, you have to find a way to work through whatever it is that's weighing on you if you're going to have any hope of achieving your goals. Therapy can be an option for working through things and for an online therapy option that is super convenient and flexible, be sure to check out BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, everything is 100% online and getting started is quick and easy. A brief questionnaire matches you with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Get things off your chest, process through things with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash impact theory today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash impact theory.
In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you wanna have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need. And Impact Theory's own chief financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. Well, so, wow, amazing question. So much vulnerability. I am so, so, so grateful for that. And now, and I say this, I am not trying to make light of it, even though this is going to be funny if you know the reference. It's like that episode of Friends where he's like oh that really is his sister but they are so weird and they like take baths together and you know all kinds (laughs) of crazy shit and it it from the outside i have no idea if she's just like way oversensitive or if she actually has reason to worry so worry because you you're saying that he would do something if they really are inappropriate like i get why that would be weird so let's take you and theo when we first met Mm -hmm. and you guys were like really close, very affectionate with each other and none of it triggered my jealousy whatsoever. just to let people know, like I'd sit on his lap, I'd tell him I love him. He was like my brother. And it was so clear that that was the vibe, right? So on paper, it's like people might go, whoa, that's weird. But in reality, you were like, look, I'm super close to him. I'm never going to not be close with him. I mean, you really drew a line in the sand because you'd had a jealous boyfriend before me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, look, if you guys are just super close and it's not weird or sexual, like, I don't care. Like, but I don't think that's normal. I don't think even in that same situation where you can definitely see that I'm not, a, you know, it wasn't a romantic thing, the other guys wouldn't have reacted like that, babe. Well, so let's what get is, to why. Yeah, let's get to why. So, at the end of the day, it comes, the person is triggering your insecurity. So what I'm trying to get to with her is, are they triggering your insecurity for good reason? Because there are things that you could do that would trigger my insecurity. So then it would be a case of communicating that. And if you kept doing it now, like, and because I, I'm not, like, I'm not devoid of insecurities by any means, but I'm not like rapidly insecure. So once you trigger my insecurities, you're going a long fucking way to like trying to wind me up. So if I said, hey, look, that's really making me insecure and you kept pushing it, I'd be like, now we have a problem because A, I give you all the latitude in the world and you're still like going beyond. Like 
if you think most people would think you and Theo being as close and affectionate as you were when we first met that most people would think was crazy, and you're still going all the way to where I'm actually triggered, like, that's madness, right? But if somebody's like legitimately triggered super early just because they're wildly insecure and they have not done the work. And the thing is, she sounds so self-aware in the question, which makes me think, wow, like normally people that are that self-aware, it's not that they're triggered super early. Because if they know they're being triggered super early, they do the work, they overcome it. So it's like, I would need to see into their world to find out. So now I'm going to abstract it and just say, the only time that you feel jealous or any of that is because they've triggered an insecurity. You need to turn inward and figure out why am I insecure? What exactly is it that I'm insecure about? Is it that I don't think I'm pretty enough? I don't think I'm smart enough. I don't think I'm the right person. Like really identify what it is about that person. And the truth is if, if they're getting to that point where they're triggering you all the time, you feel like you've really looked inward, you've done the work, and they still just make you feel like shit. Get out of the relationship. Like, I would not be with you if you made me feel terribly about myself. But what and if I don't your insecurity was, seemed irrational? Then you've got to do the work. Like, if that means going to therapy, go to therapy. But at some point, you just have not identified the truth of why that thing triggers you. Mm. Because here's the thing, like, and I often use height in men as an example because there's nothing they can do. And I know that guys are really triggered by this. By height. By height. And you and I know somebody that was really triggered by their height. And it was so heartbreaking to watch because they were such an exceptional human being. And they just, hmm. they, they couldn't get past it. And I remember looking at them going, dude, I think you're fucking cool. I think you're sharp. I think you're a great provider. Like all the, like, Every other thing about a guy that you could want to value them for, that society at large would value them for, except height. And they just let it fucking wash over everything. And so my advice to somebody like that where, A, it's real, okay? It's, it's real. Like you Insecurity. Can, 100%. No, no, no. The, the thing that you're insecure about, it is worthy of being insecure about. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if you read the studies, the one thing that women go for, like almost universally, height. They dig dudes that are tall. That's just the reality. You're going to do better in business. It's like up to six, five, I think. You do better in business for every inch taller that you are. So like height is real in guys. Okay. Now, there's nothing you can do about it. So you can either go, this insecurity does not serve me. This is one of the ways I tell people, do and believe that which moves you towards your goals. So if being like literally, you have to say, I am insecure about my height. Height is a real thing. It doesn't serve me to be insecure about it because there's nothing I can do. And so therefore, I'm gonna fucking let go of it. And Tom Cruise is like, five, five? Guy's very short. Insanely accomplished. Sylvester Stallone, short. Very accomplished. They just, at some point, they just let it go mm -hmm. or they leverage it in a positive way, right? So being able to do that, I think is super critical. I don't feel like I'm really able to capture this, but it's like you've, You've either do the work to identify it, or if you've identified it and can't get over it, that's bad on you. If the person is doing shit to wind you up and you like you can't get equilibrium in the relationship, get out. Like even if you recognize, oh, this is totally me, and I'm in the process of doing the work. I don't know how long it's going to take me. I'm really hung up on this. I would not fucking stay in a relationship that made mm -hmm. me feel badly about myself. Mm -hmm. Like just no way. So if you're a guy and your trigger is being short then get with a girl that's even shorter than you. Yeah. Like, don't stay in a relationship that, that makes you feel badly about yourself. Yeah.
And it's very hard, like, I think for a female, at least, um, because you can't help but judge yourself against other women. And so, um, you know, depending on how she feels about herself and then how that other person comes across to her, like, does she feel like, oh my God, she's prettier than me? Or like, that can really like get in your head. And I used to have a boyfriend that was always jealous. And because he was jealous with me, I was kind of jealous back with him. Right. Um, and then, but that was in my early years. <clears throat> and then I remember when I met you and I'd built myself confidence up and kind of, you know, felt like I was a, you know, had really had um, self-esteem that I didn't have before. I remember saying like, I am going to always be honest about my male friendships because he's, he's like family. And if someone doesn't understand that, it's only going to get worse over time. But if I've just met you and you're jealous, well, forget it. A year down the line, you're really going to be jealous because then you feel like you have some sort of ownership over me. Um, so I was always very honest with that. And then also the one thing that was difficult at first, I had to fake, but over time started believing is you've chosen to be with me and I've chosen to be with you. And if you're showing and you're flirting with other people and you're not mate, um, uh, we're not working together for us to have a secure relationship, then I have the strength to walk away and that I'm not going to put my self-esteem in someone else's hands because, right, what if you did cheat on me? Well, then my self-esteem is crushed. And so I just remind myself of, He's chosen to be with me. If he didn't want to be with me, then don't be with me. Um, and this came up very frequently over time when um, we were at Quest. So there was a lot of fitness competitors, female, who flirted with you at events, right? It's They know who you are. They see the size of Quest. And over time, I started seeing more and more girls touching your shoulder, flicking their hair. And in those moments, I had a choice. I can come up to you and be like, you know, I can't believe you were talking to her. Well, that doesn't help or make sense for the business. This is like our community. So you have to embrace it. Second of all, I find you incredibly attractive. And so if another woman finds you attractive, like I get it. And then thirdly, what was the third one that I used to tell myself? Um, oh, that you've chosen to be with me and you know exactly who I am. And so like, if I'm looking at this other woman going, she's got better boobs than I have, or she's got a better butt than I have, and you choose to cheat on me because of that, then our connection and what we had was clearly not meaningful to you as it was to me. So I would rather know and walk away. Because if it takes another girl who may be slightly younger than me or younger than me, have a better booty with me, if, if it's those little things that take you to cheat on me, then we don't have the strong bond that I want and am looking for in a relationship. So I tell myself those, it gives me the strength to then go, well, do I stay in this relationship or not? 100. So, um, all right, moving on. So we've got some fan shout outs today. We've got Deborah Concalves Alkimin, who also deals with the tidying issue with her partner. Thank you, Deborah. How do you know what side she's on? Ah, <laughs> I'm, here's the thing. I'm betting because she's female. Yeah. Like statistically, I don't know why. You can probably explain why, but we don't want to go into that now. But I'm assuming that she's like me and wants Nesting. things tidy. Nesting, yeah, you're right. Pregnant women cleaning the floor with a toothbrush. It gets pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, special shout out. Thank you to everyone who responded to the questions on the rapid fire. Always love people playing along with that. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. They responded to whether they want rapid fire versus oh, long discussions. We have some. Let's hear it. It's a little bit of a mix. It's a mix. Interesting. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, we keep coming back to that. I want, <laughs> I want data. I want numbers. And then what I've got percentage? a very, very special shout out today Let's to the it. shady old lady's mother wow. who watches this show live. Nice. And I'm sure a lot of people hear us talk about the shady old lady. She's a producer, part of Impact Theory team. Freaking awesome. We used to be together at Quest. Love her so much. And yeah, she's amazing. And yes. so she works very hard on this show. She was actually the one that helped basically mm. spearheaded this whole campaign so everyone do big shout out to shady old lady and her mum. there it is all right moving on to the next question and this is from pod guru you say not to be in a relationship if you're insecure about yourself but what's nope. the not what on, I said. Let, all right um let me finish and then you can yes. address it <laughs> You say not to be in a relationship if you're insecure about yourself, but what's the case if you love the person you're with? Can you just leave so easily? So what I said was I wouldn't stay in a relationship if the person is making me feel badly about myself. So we all have insecurities. I have insecurities, but I'm in a relationship and it's amazing. And you don't, um, in fact, you're super supportive about my insecurities and not in like a fake cheesy way about, um, like, for instance, let's say that I was short. You wouldn't be like, oh, you're not short. You're so tall. <laughs> like, you would be like, look, I'm with you because of X, Y, Z reasons. And you would give me real reasons that would be very compelling to me. And it's like, that doesn't matter. Like, I, I will give you the example that as a woman, I think probably is most women's biggest concern. And that is as they age that their man will be interested in a younger woman. So my thing is, look, youthful women will always be attractive. That is a law of nature. And in fact, there is a fascinating graph that shows the age that a woman is interested in is usually within like four or five years of the age that she is. So if she's 60, she's into guys that are like 55 to like 65. For guys, the answer is no matter what their age, 22. 22. Yeah. 65, 22. Yeah. And it's to like, be honest, there's... Well, so, so that we don't totally derail yeah. from where I was headed. So knowing that from just like a, an attractive standpoint, mm -hmm. young women will always be attractive to guys no matter the age. So the same will be true for me. But you know that my highest value is shared experience. Yeah. And the only thing that terrifies me is losing you and having to start over because I will have this memory of all this shared experience that is now gone. And so it's like, I get why some people just never get back with anybody. Cause the thought of like having to go through that process and rebuild to the, to where it's so meaningful and valuable to me, which is just the, the number of things we've been through good and bad. And it's like, I love that. Like that shared experience is the juice for me. So you know that, okay, yeah, I won't be like my physical attractiveness will go down, but you know that I have mechanisms to protect against that, that I will always find a way to like be way into you, even on a physical level. But at the end of the day, it's having reinforced in you that what I'm into and that you see the truth of it, what I'm into is that shared experience. And so even though you, if you don't now, will ultimately, I'm sure, develop an insecurity about your looks. And as you get older and turn to a bag of wrinkles, I think it's just natural. But you will have this gigantic island of security around knowing what I really value and that I've made you feel that over years and years and years. So to answer the question, it's if somebody isn't doing that, if they're not giving you that island of security, if they're not showing you that they're into you for something that is 
about the growth and the longevity and who you are and the good things you have despite any things you might be rightfully insecure about. I want people to hear that. There are things about you that you are rightfully insecure, meaning that the bulk of the world will not appreciate that thing about you. And that person is still into you Even though they see that shit clear as day, they know that about you, and they are still way into you. So going back to the guy that we both know that's short, like, there have been people in his life that are way into him. It's not like they don't fucking know he's short. Mm. So he's the only one that can't, like, get over it. So that's where the heartbreak comes in, is when people are insecure about something and the other person like isn't doing anything to help them with it, or the other person is, and they can't get over it. And that's where it gets difficult is insecurity is not sexy. Yeah, and I literally was about to say that. Like, I remind myself of that, that it's not sexy. So when there are times when I'm like, oh, babe, like, am I getting a bag or something? I just think, well, hang on a minute. I'm not making myself more attractive to him. I can't maybe help the fact that I'm getting bags and maybe I can, like, see a specialist or whatever, which I'm very open to. Like, I have no qualms about, like, plastic surgery or anything like that. Um, I don't know if I would do it, but I, I'm not opposed to it. Um, but I can't do anything about the fact that I'm actually aging. Right. So, yeah, literally that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, that to me is is where all of this falls apart. So, no, I wouldn't leave somebody easily. Like, to me, I don't even make jokes about you and I getting divorced ever mm-hmm. um, because that's so, like, the last resort yeah. to me. Uh, I was going to say, just as a side note, that, um, yeah, that's been one thing that I've been very aware of um, over time. Obviously, we've been together for a long time now. And that, you know, like, at the end of the day, I am getting older. And I think women do struggle with it because of that statistic, right, where guys are always going to be um, innately drawn to younger women. And so it came to a point where I remember telling myself, like, Lisa, there's nothing you can do about aging. It's how you respond to it that is in your control. So do I respond to aging by freaking out, by being more insecure as each age, uh, as each year goes? Or do I respond to it saying, okay, now it's an, uh, we're closer. This last year we've bonded more. We've got to understand each other more. I still try and make an effort to look good for you. Um, but going back to what I'd said earlier about jealousy, it's like I can't do anything about me aging. So if you're going to leave me for a younger person, then there's nothing I can do about that if that's what you're drawn to, right? Like, oh, she's younger, she's pretty, so I'm going to leave you. There's nothing I can do. So beating myself up, feeling insecure isn't going to help. It's only going to make you notice my insecurities, right? You said it's not attractive. Right. So. And to finish answering his question, so knowing all of those things that I just said, if somebody is still making me feel badly about myself, they're not giving me that island of security, yes, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to make sure you've done all the steps and done the, um, tried the communication first. Yeah, I mean, Obviously. by a country mile. Right, yeah. All right, next question. Um, this is from Chris Berry. Chris Berry. Yeah. Chris Berry in the house. So I've known Chris for a very long time. A very long time. You have. Um, what is your favorite way to get out of the this is not about the tea moment and back into loving, uh, loving enjoyable place? into a loving enjoyable that place. that is literally all about getting to the truth of the argument and 
once you get to the truth of the argument, one, there is this great sense of relief usually when you're like, this is what this mm. is about because then it feels resolvable. When it's about the tea, the other person just seems crazy to you because you're like, how do they not fucking like see like how ridiculous it is to X, Y, Z, right? So once you identify like what this really is about, there's that initial sense of, oh, wow. And it becomes this powerful insight. Then it's like, okay, you're probably now at a value system argument. So it's about, okay, how do we show respect for the other person, which is you just have to have that thing about yourself where it's like, I want to show respect. The fact that we've gotten to 17 years in with the eternal hide, don't hide thing is because at the end of the day, it's like neither of us are willing to like let this erupt into something big, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I get it. I know that this is a value system. I know that you really believe in your stance that it's important to you. And so it's it's never going to happen just by yelling and freaking out. Why? So it's like talking about it and the fact that we're now getting to the point where we're putting a new system. You know, we've had a year now where it's it's had to be handled differently. And we're still talking about it, still able to hear each other, still wanting to like do the right thing by the other person to make it a livable situation for them. And so now we've got a new solution and we're putting it in place, right? Like being able to communicate openly. Mm -hmm. But so bringing it back to exactly what he asked, like when you have that initial realization, then you begin talking at a value system and you're bringing in all your rules of engagement about, I want this person to win. I want them to shine. I want them to be happy. Like, so where, like how aggressively can I make a compromise in order to make sure that this is tenable for both of us, that I'm not just being a doormat because if something's important to me, then I'm going to make sure that we find some way. But when you want for a solution that works for both of you, like you actually want for that. Like mm -hmm. you don't want to win. You don't want to be the one in charge. Like mm -hmm. you want to find a solution where the other person is like, wow, this feels really good. Thank you for working with me on this. Then you're just back in the right place mentally. Um, and then worst case, force yourself to laugh out loud, which has been, while ridiculous sounding, a huge win for me. It really is. Um, I've got nothing to add. That was a great answer. There it is. Um, all right, so we've got announcements. We, um, we have a discount code for anybody that wants to go to the site um, and purchase any of our couple. Valentine's. Yeah, we've got a few. Valentine's season. Valentine's season. Nice. Um, and we have different shirts, sweaters. So go check them out, different um, things on the shirt. And you can switch out. So I also will have a power tank that I'll be wearing. And nice. you have a couple sweater nice. that you'll be wearing. Um, and so the discount code is only available until 1 p.m today pacific standard wow, time I'm not playing around um, but every episode that we do from now until valentine's day if you guys are watching live we'll do a new discount code and it'll be available within um a certain period of time okay um and then everybody the that shops yet. <laughs> everybody that shops between now and uh valentine's day if that i'm not buys mistaken the bundle. that buys the bundle only correct okay so if you buy the bundle you're entered to win a call with you a skype call skype call between me video yeah. yeah yeah exactly Word. Can we uh, give the code? You should have put the code. Oh, so it's it's ten percent off. Oh, it is. That's hilarious. So the code is rules. And in fact, rules. say it with your accent because rules. R U L E S. Yes. Rules. So type in that as the code, and you guys will get ten percent off. Nice. Um. All right. Last question, and this is from Anna D Dine. Din. Not sure. Um, because my boyfriend and I have busy work schedules, I offered him rules of engagement like I want him to massage me in the morning 
go out once a week, etc. But he said it's difficult because he doesn't want to be a prisoner of habits. How do I convince him or change the way he views this? Well, this is so interesting. That's not a rule of engagement to me. Is that a rule of engagement to you? It's not really. It's it's more of a need or a, yeah. That's like a, really a love language or a reward yeah. or something. A rule of engagement is how do we discuss things? Um, how do we overcome a, like, we give the keys of the kingdom to each other so that in an argument or something, we know how to mm. diffuse the other person. So how you like to be talked to, how you like to be approached. So I'll give you a rule of engagement. You were going to say something? I was just going to say, I think that, so assuming we'll she come didn't back meet, to her stuff yeah, in a second. Say, okay. But first I want to define rules of engagement because okay. I didn't realize people were sort of taking it in a way that we don't necessarily mean. Um, one of our rules of engagement, oh, what was I going to give? I'm going to bite this microphone. Um, God, I can picture where we were standing the last time this came into play. We were in the kitchen. <laughs> can you think of like any just like quick off the top of your head rules yeah, of engagement? Yeah, rules of engagement. If I'm getting um, flustered, you need to walk um, away. I need to walk away and you need to be understanding and not push me into making sure that we discuss it. So the rule of engagement is if I say, hey, I need some time and I walk away, you are very understanding. You don't be like, I can't believe that you walked away and like, no, come back. We've got to finish the discussion. Right. That's a rule of engagement. A, an amazing example. So things like that, um, just explaining to people exactly um, how things are going to be discussed, um, whether or not, like we don't have a winner-take-all mentality. So one of our rules of engagement is what I was just talking about a second ago when I was answering the question, which is wanting the other person to win, mm -hmm. wanting to find a compromise that makes both people happy, um, understanding that both people need to be happy, understanding things like part of the reason that I have continued to be in this situation being frustrated that you hide things is because I consider the house primarily like you have the final say. So that's a rule of engagement. Not everybody's going to agree with that, but that, like, I know that that's just more meaningful to you than it is to me. Um, so there are things like that. And then there's things like um, the, you know, there'll be like one room in the house, the TV room comes to mind where it's like, I get to have my way. And so we agree on those things ahead of time. So that if it were ever like when we were designing the remodel of the house, it was like most rooms were yours. That just made sense to me. I knew that you cared more than I did, but there were certain things that I really cared about. Um, and then those were done my way. Mm -hmm. So those are all the things that like we talk about, we detail, we agree upon. Those are the rules of engagement. Telling somebody that they have to massage you <laughs> is not a rule of engagement. Okay, so assume she didn't mean rule of engagement. So yeah. addressing the fact that her boyfriend's really busy, she wants to spend more time with him, so she's trying to do, which we do, right? Saturday mornings, I like to have breakfast. Mm -hmm. So unless you're super busy, that's important to me. And then, so you're always very willing and you know happy to do it. So assuming that that's where she's coming from, where she's like, okay, I don't see him much. I'd like to do things that are meaningful to me. These are the things that are meaningful to me. A massage in the morning, go out once a week, blah, blah, blah. And so he's saying, but for him, he feels prisoner of habit and he doesn't want that. Maybe he wants to be more sp spontaneous. The question is, is he more spontaneous or is it the fact that he doesn't want to be held responsible for something that he doesn't necessarily want to do? I think that needs to be addressed, right? Like, and what is, I think, also another thing for us is like, what are you going to get out of it? So a massage every day, actually for like someone like you, I would, 
I wouldn't ask that of you because I know you value your time so much that I can't do it on a, I wouldn't do it on a daily basis. I'm going to pick my battles is what we say. So I'd pick my battles and go, okay, on a day that maybe you have off, on a Saturday, I really want a massage. And the reason why I really want a massage is I'm really stressed and it makes me feel like you're there for me and helping me get over the stress of the week. Okay, so now he understands why he's doing it. And then to be honest, what is he gonna get in return? What is that other thing that he wants? So for you, if it's like, I don't know, give an example. Back tickles, I'm not sure where you're headed, playing video games. Sure, like if um, it was so, be like, okay, cool, babe. If you're, I'd give you a massage, you know, on Saturday morning, but what I would love back is an hour of video games with you. So it has to be a give and take. I think if it's one way, people just, maybe he's feeling like it's a prison because it's things that he doesn't get anything out of. So now he's just got another responsibility that he has to go through, which probably puts more stress on him. So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's pretty money. I think that at the end of the day, one, you have to make sure that what you're asking is reasonable um, from both of your perspectives. Mm -hmm. Also talking about what your um, languages of appreciation are, I think is huge. And that goes to your point about you're articulating why it's important to you. Um, so if her love language, judging by this, is touch, then it's like him understanding like, whoa, okay. I like didn't even know there was a saying called language of appreciation. And so now I get it. Or that maybe that's even her love language. And the, you know, the very way that she feels love, she needs that touch. Um, and she may be putting these things in place because they're not happening spontaneously. And right. so understanding that, um, that like, I believe if it's not in your schedule, it's not real. Like it's not a priority to you. So if she's using that to address that, then she should bring that up. And then, yeah, I, you know, I'm literally just recycling what you said because everything you said was money. And compromise. So if touch is important and he's like, I don't have time to do that every day. I go, okay, like, what is the amount of time? Like, is it once a week? Like, do you feel like that's actually, you know, something that you can be on board with? And so communicating, coming up with compromises so that you're both getting what you want is so important. It can never be one-sided ever, 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 in my opinion. Truth. All right. And we're out of time. Wow. Well, that went fast. That did go fast. All right, guys. Be sure, dig into the merch, shop.impacttheory.com. Get that bundle, as my wife would say. And um, I also wrote a post about this, that because... Power couple. <laughs> wow. So that just happened. Um, that is so hilarious. That's so you. Like That is amazing in, in a thousand ways. Um, so yeah, shop.impacttheory.com, get yours, 10% off code rules, dive in and also go to impacttheory.com to download the relationship revolutions, the revelations. revelations, that makes more sense, <laughs> relationship revelations, check it out, the 26 questions that you guys can ask, are they all danger questions? No, or did we mix it up? Yeah. Okay, so we've got a mix in there, not all of them are dangerous, but some of them are, enjoy them. That's the key, communication to being a power couple. And as I was about to say, um, I wrote, a um, an, not an article, but a Facebook and Instagram post about the shirt so that if you want to transcend the cheesy nature of this and understand what this is really about, read that. Uh, I tried to take people a layer deeper than just the uh, surface so <laughs> cheesiness. 
right, guys. Mad love. Thanks for joining us. This is the Valentine season. Who would have known? And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.